listening to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a New Zealander living her best life in Fukushima, Japan. I'm a podcast consultant and the creator of Pod Launch with Jane, a system that helps you create your dream podcast without all the drama and hassle, leaving you more free time to do the things you love to do. This show is for people who want to hear stories of women who are doing amazing things here in Japan and across the world. You'll find loads of inspiration for how you can live your best life wherever you are. I'm glad you're here. Let's get on with the show. Hi, Joe. Welcome back to Transformations with Jane. Great to have you back on the show again. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, so. It's been, what, six months? Not even that. I think Five so. months since we talked last and you came on to do our mid-year check-in, which we like to do our end-of-year check-in and a mid-year check-in to see how we're going with those goals and our own transformations. And so, yeah, today we're going to do our end-of-year check-in. And for homework, we've both been listening to ourselves talking uh, in the middle of the year <laughs> and at the start of the year. And seeing what we were up to. When I was listening to myself, I was thinking, I think the me from the end of last year and the middle of the year was in a slightly better place than I am right now. And I'm wondering what that's all about. And maybe it's just because we're going into winter or something and I'm feeling a little bit, uh, or something. I don't know. Um, she sounded a bit more cheerful <laughs> than I feel at the moment. <laughs> And maybe it's it's because it's been three years, I think, since I've been to my own country. It's been three years since I made it home to New Zealand. And even though having my mum visit recently was really nice, it would be good to get back to the motherland or, yeah, the homeland. And I, maybe that's what it is. I'm not sure. Anyway, what did you? What was your sort of takeaway when you heard yourself speaking? back then how did you what did you think about yourself your previous past self I kind of had the same thing I think I was very optimistic and I think because it was like coming out of COVID I, it felt like the world's your oyster again it's kind of like when you're in high school and you're like what am I going to do when I leave high school I could do anything I don't know that maybe that was why there was optimism in the beginning and the midway point of the years because mm -hmm. and then the reality yeah reality hasn't been terrible or anything has it over this no, last year no and it's like um achieving my goals is great yeah ticking things off but yeah it it's not magic like it's you, I didn't <laughs> think it would be magic but you're just like oh yeah this is this is just like anything it's a very you know the, the reality of like yeah you can do this thing that you want to do and it won't be like a magic change you're still working at it and it's been great still work right and yeah nothing's yeah 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 which no applause thing. no fanfare that kind of thing maybe that's it <laughs> nobody stood up and applauded <laughs> yeah you're just like oh I'm doing this now mm. everyone's doing their own thing and but I think also just being the end of the year I think there's something that because I'm in the opposite to you I'm coming into summer so it's really lovely weather and the view is doing well yeah, it's looking great good. View, isn't um, it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, again, yeah, you're you're in thing. your t-shirt over there, and I've got my yeah. eye boots on, and wrapped in a blanket with a scarf, and I'm literally thinking about putting a hat on, because um, <laughs> I'm trying to avoid turning the heater on because I'm not planning to be in this room for the whole day. Um, yeah, 
which it kind of gives you the mindset of, of what it's a little bit like here in Japan at the moment because we're facing a winter of really, really high energy costs coming. And mm. I remember last winter we spent 30,000 yen a, one month on power and heating and I was just like, oh my God. So yeah, we're being a bit more conscious of that this year, but to what level do you want to yeah, just be cold all the time. So I don't need to go back to my university days, you know, when people used to walk around in sleeping bags and stuff to keep warm and not have to have yeah. a power bill. But yeah. that's kind of what's sort of going on here in Japan at the moment because everything's going up in price. I'm sure you're experiencing the same mm. thing in New Zealand. So, yeah. Um, but that I don't want that to, yeah, drift into my daily thinking. You know, these are just no. circumstances, right? Anyway, let's crack on with our checking in on our list. So if you're listening and you are thinking, oh, yes, I did this with Jane and Joe last time they did this, grab your bits of paper or your journal, wherever you wrote down those things, and have a look at them again. Dig them out. I dug up mine. <laughs> I managed to find it, what I wrote, my list of things, and and have a look and see how did you get on and what did you write? And is that even relevant anymore? Because and it doesn't matter if it's not, because we always talk about having a, a direction to go in, at least to take that next step and then see how you go. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to get there. And if you didn't take everything off that you're a massive failure and, you know, why did you bother? These are just guiding sort of things to help you along the way. And without taking some action, you won't know whether these are what you need or what you don't need, right? So, Joe, what was on your list for this year i had um art like had my own exhibition um i had pottery i had writing lots of creative stuff i also had yeah uh, ex exercise yeah and um yeah once again living uh somewhere scenic and with a slower pace of life so much Which like you mid totally yeah. did right you yeah and during this year you moved to tauranga got a beautiful view Mm -hmm. And then tell us about the art exhibition because that was sort of like a big thing for you at this end of last year. Yes. So I moved here and one of the um, reasons I moved here was because I wanted to pursue this art thing that I've been kind of half-heartedly trying to do off and on in the various places I've lived. So living in Totago was about pursuing that and making that a priority. And so I lined up an exhibition, a solo exhibition in January of 2023 mm. and in the meantime I've randomly just finished a group exhibition that was kind of a it was a pop-up exhibition someone had bought a building that used to be a gym and while they were looking for someone to rent it they said we could have it for a weekend for a long weekend basically five days and so we did a group exhibition with some people that I work with and yeah it was really kind of been not last minute but I just had everything already done because I had been working towards the January exhibition so I had four things that were finished and then I could just put it in the show so that's just finished now what yeah, was your learnings from doing but, that practice run it's a well, big thing to group, do an exhibition isn't it like even though it was yeah not a solo this time but well with the group it was a nice gentle ease into like what the the admin that's involved and the organization and things like opening night and getting art hung and installed and so because it was a group of us everyone kind of had a lane so it wasn't just 
one person doing everything. Mm. So that was quite good. I just let people do what they were good at and I did what I was good at. And there were a lot of people that had never exhibited before and then there were other people that had exhibited before. So it was a good mix. Mm. So, yeah, and it didn't feel like there was any pressure and it was just a fun night. And it was also a good excuse to get some people out for the opening night and catch up and people that it's kind of hard to see socially, you know, everyone's working and they've got families and stuff. And so it was really good to have the opening night and I just saw all these people and it was a, it was a, right. a great buzz. I really liked it. Right. But, yeah, it was fun and it got me excited for the January exhibition. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So if you're in Tauranga in January, what's the date of your exhibition? <laughs> it's around the 19th, the 20th or the 21st of January. Right. And I think it's just depending on uh, how long it takes to get everything put up is when the opening night will be. But they're working on the promotional material now, so at the historic village. Very good. In Tauranga. Mm. Mm. righty. So that's been a big thing. Fitness, you were talking about in the last episode, not not potentially doing as well as you'd hoped with fitness well I've got better I've got better at that because uh so Omokuro is like it's a very it's the kind of place where everyone like walks Mm. like walks their dog or just goes for a walk goes for bike rides so I started walking to the supermarket when I need groceries and it's about 20 23 minute uh, 20 minute walk if you're walking at a pace and so it's a nice leisurely stroll. And then I always bring like, I don't buy too many groceries. I just, you know, two bags full with a backpack. Yeah. And then I walk back and that's quite a decent amount of exercise for me. It is, so it is. I have been getting those walks in, yeah. Good. Yeah, okay. Last time we talked, I was talking about enjoying Japan more and stop thinking about going overseas so much, let other people travel and yeah i have actually traveled a bit in japan i went to kyushu last week i was in kyushu for a business conference which was an amazing experience because in my adult life i've never been to a proper conference <laughs> ever where they give out hmm. like name tags and stuff yeah <laughs> hi my name i was like those ones. so growing up <laughs> finally um yeah but i i made the most of it and i had a really fantastic time away and it was great to meet people who had just come into Japan for their first time and they mm. were super psyched to be in Japan and they were like, whoa, what is this rice ball with this seaweed on it? How do I open this packet? And, you know, so it was <laughs> yeah. it was great because it was like, well, let me show you. Let me show you all these expertise I have from the 20 years yes. of living in Japan. But also reminded me that, wow, look how far you've come. You didn't used to be mm. able to open those either. You didn't know what to eat. In fact, spent the first at least month in Japan being really hungry because you didn't know what anything was and it was all in Japanese. And mm-hmm. yeah, not have that problem anymore, obviously. Thank goodness. Um, golf, the golf topic um, that have we been talking about for the last year. Finally, two months ago, I was just like, I need to do something. The end of the year is coming and I want to be able to say at the end of the year that golf is a priority and we are making progress with golf. And so yeah. I that the, I took the hardest step, which was to go to the damn golf school and say, I want to join. What do I do? That was the hardest step. And I think mm-hmm. oh, that maybe the other hardest one was going to the very first lesson and being really rubbish. And mm-hmm. that was super uncomfortable because Obviously, nobody likes to be really crap at stuff (laughs) because I'm not a natural golfer. Um, And 
even though everyone in my family can play golf sort of thing. So I knew that if I practice, I would get better. And I have been practicing for two months now and I can actually hit the ball and it does go straight and it does go up in the air. And nice. uh, yeah, so it's making progress. Yeah. And I'm like, look at this, look at what happens when you try something new. And even though that first couple of lessons are really uncomfortable, the teacher's nice, the other people that you meet in the classes are really nice and they're all welcoming. And, you know, what was the problem? It was you, you were the problem. <laughs> yeah. There's no problem. It's just you getting in your own way, um, your ego mostly. So, yes, watch this space, hoping to get out on a golf course um, sometime next year when I've reached a satisfactory level of control with the old golf ball. Um, should be good, but it's been really nice to spend that time with my daughter and to find out that she is actually a really good golfer. And this is something oh, yes. that, that she can be very good at if she practices more and if she wants to. So, yeah, we're mm -hmm. enjoying doing that. I went to some amazing things this year that were not on my list at all, but things that popped up during the year. And this is what we're talking about, needing to leave space for magic and leave space to be able to take advantage of things that come along, like that um, uh, exhibition that popped up for you, Joe. you know, that last, yes. sort of a little bit last minute um, group yeah. exhibition that came along just because the space became available you were able to join in with that and have a, you know, a warm up for the big show on <laughs> in January. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, for me, a lot of things came along that, yeah, I hadn't planned. Like one was the All Blacks came to Japan and played against uh, Japan at our national stadium here in Japan, which nobody's been into because in the, the Olympics were <laughs> without spectators. And it's this beautiful stadium and I got to go and watch them play. I've never seen an All Blacks game ever live mm. uh, so I got to see that it was amazing and then like a week later I got to see Bruno Mars live when he came to Japan and just had a very amazing experience at that concert that was fantastic I've never been to a live concert in my life either like you wow. know like a big concert like that an international act type you know, yeah. like, like, you know, when U2 comes to New Zealand or, or Pink or whatever, and the whole of New Zealand yes. goes and, you know, <laughs> um, almost nobody comes to New Zealand, right? But a lot of yeah. uh, acts come to Japan, um, but I've never, never had the chance to go in my, in my adult life to a major act like that. So I, did, I was like, help me friends, what does one do when one goes to a concert like this? What should one <laughs> What's wear? The etiquette? And, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like totally do I need, you know, something that I just don't know. Um, so now I know how to do these things and I'm actually taking my kids to Maroon 5 this weekend. They are coming hmm. and I managed to get tickets to Maroon 5. And so we're all going this weekend. And so, yeah, now I'm confident I can take my kids to Maroon 5. So that, that was excellent. Um, what else? Oh, one last thing that I want to share and celebrate a little bit is that um, I won an award for Entrepreneur of the Year from the British Chamber of Commerce here in Japan. And every year they have their British Business Awards. And even though I'm not totally British, <laughs> many of my <laughs> clients are, and that's okay. So um, I was I was nominated for this award. And when the nomination came in, I was like, who, me? What? No, I'm not going to do that. No, no, stop that. You know, like, take that back. <laughs> I don't want to be nominated. <laughs> and then, so I sort of sat with it for a day. And then I was like, I'll oh, screw it. This is obviously something you need to do because it's, 
uncomfortable. Let's lean into this mm. instead of running away from it and avoiding it. So I submitted and I asked for help for the, the submission because I was like, if I don't make this really obvious that I'm doing it, I'm going to avoid it. So I asked for help, submitted one, went along to a gala, first gala. Hey, I've done so many firsts this year. Nice. Went to my first gala ever, got all dressed up and then, and, uh, you know, did my hair and makeup for the first time in years. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> if not got dressed up like that for, I can't even remember the last time. So one stood on a stage, accepted a award from the ambassador of UK to Japan um, and made a speech in front of people. Apparently, I don't remember. It was all a bit of a blur, <laughs> but um, I wasn't expecting to win. But my friend uh, Catherine O'Connell said, make sure you prepare a speech just in case, you know, you never know. And I was like, yeah, yeah, not going to win, whatever. But I did prepare a speech um, and then I completely forgot that speech and didn't actually take it <laughs> up on stage with me, left it in my bag. So I was standing on stage going, ooh, speech. Um, but then all of this podcasting that I've been doing for the last five years suddenly came to the fore and I just stood there and I said something. I don't really remember what I said, but because I've been practicing talking, I was able to do something in that moment um, when I won and was just like mind blowing sort of deer in the headlights look on my, on my face, I'm sure. So that was really unexpected and I couldn't have planned that at all uh, a year ago. And so that's some of the magical things that happened this year that weren't on mm. the list that we didn't plan and so yeah if you're planning what you you might like to do for the next year leave some space for those things to come into your life another thing yeah. that's been really amazing is been my other podcast channels in japan has really hit a chord with people struck a chord is the is the expression isn't it Not <laughs> a chord. struck a chord with people yeah um who need to hear that information and when I was recently at the business conference, first business conference, a lot of people came up to me and said, thank you so much for creating this podcast. It's really useful. It's been my uh, go-to for learning about business, Japan, entering the Japan market and what other New Zealand businesses are doing. And I didn't know this this time last year that that would be such a big part of my life. It's, it's a huge part of my life now working on that show and doing things related to that show, meeting people. It's opened so many other opportunities. So just you just don't know, do you, when you start something, how it's going to go, what's going to happen, and you can't predict that. So that's also exciting. Don't, don't try and plan it all because mm. then there's no excitement, is there, if you know exactly what's going to happen. So that's a good thing to remember when you're thinking about what your goal is going to be for the next year. How about you? Anything magical, else magical that happened this year and you were like, whoa, I wasn't planning that? Um, well, it was interesting. I got a part-time job at an art gallery just to leave the house because I working from home sounded great, but then five days not leaving the house kind of turns you into not a bit great. of a yeah. bridge also not troll great. or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, and then so I worked at an art gallery. They worked at like 10 years ago in Tauranga and nobody that was there then was there now, a completely different batch of people, but still the same kind of vibe. A lot of people that are into art that do art themselves work at the art gallery and so that's kind of taken care of my socializing so I haven't had to try and make new friends in a new town I just went to the art it's gallery happened. a couple of days yeah. a week yeah 
And so that's quite magic. And then that's how the group exhibition happened because they all are people that work at the art gallery. And I wouldn't have been invited if I hadn't have been going in and doing a couple of days. Mm. And then also I got drafted in to cover someone's leave and that ended up going on for a long time because they got mm. long COVID. And I'm still evaluating <laughs> what kind of magic happened there. I think, you know, I just ended up spending a lot of time unexpectedly doing that, covering that person's job. Mm. And maybe it was just more socializing and more opportunities and reconnecting with the community because when you're in a, when you're in a customer facing role you get especially in a small small city um which Tauranga is classed as a city but I wouldn't wouldn't class it as one but it's like kind of like a big small town and so yeah you, you're not only socializing with the people at work but you're also meeting these people from the community that you you kind of met um well like I met when I was last there and right. there's something about that customer service role that you they're not your bestest friends in the whole world, but you recognize them and you're like, oh, that's the lady that works at the council or that's mm-hmm. a lady that works at their cafe. So, yeah, that's been quite unexpected and I definitely didn't plan for that. So the, yeah. the kind of inadvertent socializing. Networking. has been nice. Stealth networking that you, yeah. you know. You know, if you said, Joe, go network, you'd be like, hell no. Oh, I, like, hate oh, God, I hate no, that word. I hate that word. But that's what you're doing, right, when you're meeting yeah. all these people oh, you work at the cafe, I'm going to go to the cafe, that cafe now and have a coffee there because I know so-and-so works there and I can say hi. Yes. And that's a form I have of a, an aversion, mm-hmm. that word networking, you know, when people say in a networking event and that's kind of the whole and reason like, why you're there, I have a, such an aversion slams, to going to those. Door slams, you scream yeah. running from the room. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, because <laughs> then you just, the small talk is all like, and what do you do? And da, 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 da. and it's like you're forcing people to build those relationships, but um, yeah, I think there's easy. I think there's more natural, nice ways of networking. Mm, that I, you're right. And I yeah. think, yeah, getting involved in the community is one of them. Like if no, I was volunteering, for example, mm. um, yeah, or yeah, working in a community centre or something like that, that's mm. kind of networking. Mm. Yep, mm. definitely. I would have to say too, um, if you'd said to me five years ago, network, go to a networking event, I would have run screaming from the room. Like, hell no, don't put me in a room. But like anything over the last five years, and particularly in the last two years, I've built that muscle. And now I'm like, sign me up. Where mm-hmm. do I go? Here's my business card. Who are you? Nice. What what potential collaborations could we have? Oh, I'm just interested to find those those things. So it is interesting how, but where you are in your journey, you're, you're still like networking is like, yeah but i've yeah. i've moved on from that and and that's all it has been from is from just practicing it um you know either yeah. on a, a sort of like a stealth basis when you don't really know you're doing it um to like a very going to these things where you're like oh, okay great nice to meet you sit next <laughs> and yeah. everybody knows that's what we're there for but they don't care and that's fine but yeah it's yeah, and- um interesting mm. you can you build that a- muscle too you have a like the pot like you have an in I think with the podcast you can be like oh if yeah, you're that's interested my in thing. being a guest yeah that's my thing it's not and just like mm. have you heard of us no well you should <laughs> mm. yeah um and that that's part of it is knowing what to talk about isn't it and and practicing yes. talking about it and then you get that confidence and off you go kind of thing so yeah now you're going to mm. um 
you know build that in whatever way you can so that was just an interesting thing that yeah that's another thing I've probably grown a bit with this year is being able to be in a networking room and and be okay um mm. and and even have fun and enjoy meeting people so yeah exciting oh, well next year what is what is appearing on the horizon for you for next year joe and if you're listening along with us yeah please ask yourself what is appearing on the horizon maybe you can't quite see it yet or you don't understand it any sort of nudges or hints from your surroundings universe what do you want to do more of next year or less of next year well i guess because my solo exhibition isn't until january but just with the group exhibition i think i have it was just a good way to see do i actually like doing this because i remember in the last episode we um, did the check-in we talked about how sometimes you have an idea of something and then you do it and you're like oh no this is not Uh, for me yeah (laughs) sounded like a good idea but actually reality is quite different yes that's right. Because um, a lot of jobs are just boring. And so, you know, it sounds great. And then you're like, oh, this is just like any other thing. It's like mm. small action towards something. But I do actually really like the process of having exhibitions and doing art for a deadline and, mm. you know, sussing out the, the, the framing and all that stuff and how it's going to be displayed. And then um, oh, I love thinking about, like, how I'm going to display things and will there be a theme or will I show mm. some kind of, process or you know like will it be organized for colors and stuff so yeah it turns out I do love everything about um doing art for exhibitions so I think after the January one I will still have that other opportunity motivation Mm -hmm. yeah so I think I will just continue to see if that's something I can continue doing and I'm sure it is I don't see why it wouldn't be Mm. maybe you can help other people to mm. do their exhibitions right yeah um did you know you need to think about the colors or the themes or where you're going to put stuff on the wall or like, you know, <laughs> you mm. could be a, an exhibition helper or something. I don't know. Like now that you've seen, oh, there's a diff- deeper layer to this. I don't just put the art on the wall, right? It, there's other things mm. that need to be considered and the marketing or whatever. Um, yes. It's, there's, there's more and more is being revealed to you as you go deeper into this experience of exhibiting art, right? And you're seeing what yeah. you like about it, what you don't like about it. You didn't necessarily know it was there before when you're standing on the outside going, oh, I'm going to do an exhibition, having never done one before. Yeah. You thought it was just getting and a date and a time, right? And a place to hang the stuff. That's mm. not. And doing the art. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know a lot about the whole left brain, right brain thing, or even if it's been debunked. But, you know, there's this idea that the creativity, if you're a creative person, that's the kind of the hemisphere that you're working from at all times. And then if you're an analytical person, you're not creative, but I actually have both of those yeah, things. And do. so doing the art for the exhibition is the creative stuff and also curating and there's some creativity in how you're going to display it. But then the admin stuff that's very like methodical and organized. And yeah. like, I also have a part of my brain that loves that stuff too. Like I love organization mm. and kind of, well, there you go. yeah. And so it kind of appeals to everybody everything. can potentially do that. Like there's, a lot of disorganized artists out there maybe need your help. There right? are. and But you yeah. can understand them from the creative perspective because you are that too, like you are A and B. Yes. And so if those those very right brain people who struggle to organize, maybe mm. you could help them in some way. Who knows, right? 
That's interesting. Yeah, and do the do the boring little things that I love doing. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I did data entry for like all through COVID and beforehand. I was just doing data entry, which is the most uncreative yeah, thing you do. Right. You're just entering data that's already there. And some part of my brain really there likes it. Kick out of that. There yeah. You go. So I can see that some artists do struggle with the business side or the admin side because it's boring mm. to them. But um, no, I love all that stuff. So I definitely keep doing it. But I think I've just been, um, I think I do need to think of other stuff that isn't to do with art. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, haven't really done a lot of writing and I did a little bit of pottery just yes, because my flatmate was making some stuff for the exhibition. Mm-hmm. She's making ceramic noses, which is her thing. And um, she let me make some stuff out of clay and she showed me some tricks to make little kind of egg cup type shaped mm-hmm. things. So I did make some pottery and I'm sending it to my mum for Christmas because that's Yay, kind of what I do. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't thrown on a wheel yet, which is the thing that I I do still want to do is right. maybe that will be a part of 2023 is like find someone and we don't have a potter's wheel yet. We talked about that last episode, but that it's kind of gone off the radar a bit. But um, yeah, maybe I find someone with a potter's wheel and yeah, start talking bowls. about that round Tauranga, I'm sure someone will pop up and say, oh, I've got one and I don't need, you can have it. Here you yeah. are, take it off my hands. Like just start talking about it. I'm sure it will get underway, the project will get underway quickly. That would be awesome. And then mm. we can all get pottery from Joe. Yes. <laughs> everyone can get pottery, pottery for everyone. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the curse of the potter, right, like what to do with all the stuff you make. You, you have yeah, because it's fun it to make. Then, yeah, and then everybody has got their pottery from you, and then it's like, well, what do you do now? Yeah, I guess they have to sell it. Sell it. Yeah. Guess they have to make a business out of it. Yeah. Oh yes, put it on Instagram. Yeah. 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 Next year, uh, what's coming up for me next year? Golf keeps popping up, and it's just like this is really random. This obsession with golf, but it seems like something I really want to um, spend more time doing because I'm enjoying it, but also I can see some progress with it. And so when you are actually putting effort in and getting progress out of it, that's really rewarding. So I like having that thing where I can look back and go, oh, I could, couldn't even hit the ball before or get it off the ground and now I can hit it X yards or whatever. Um, that's really rewarding and having having some, something like that that's on your schedule, I think, is, is really useful. But also I was discussing with someone yesterday the mindfulness aspect of golf because there's so many things you need to think about in that moment just to hit the ball you can't think of your to-do list you can't think of all of the things that are you know waiting for you at home and also the stress reliever of actually smacking the ball Uh and doing that a (laughs) hundred times during an hour is a lot of stress relief and I feel quite good after doing an hour of golf and practice so yeah, I was like, oh, what is this? This is great. I love this, this sort of forced mindfulness as well as the stress relief from the hitting the ball. Um, mm. It's great. And now I can see why my mother actually used to do this when I was a kid, when I was like six, seven, eight. She was a very good golfer because she would go and play golf in the afternoons when my dad would come home from work for his, he worked shift work, right? So he'd come home and she'd go out and she'd go and play golf. And that was her like escape from you know parent parenting to two children etc and now i can see mm. why she did it yeah i could totally get it now um so golf yes the sport that 
like I heard was like, yeah, let's just be frustrated for 18 holes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, obviously you've never been a parent of, of two children and with the business in the background, this is, is a different um, aspect yeah, of, sort like of therapeuticness. <laughs> yeah, this is therapeutic here. <laughs> yeah. But let's see, eh? The golf's coming up for me for next year. Um, yeah, the things where things might go with journals in Japan with the collaboration there with Catherine and our community of listeners who are very involved in, in this podcast is really, really exciting. Um, it might be a little bit more in-person stuff happening next year, I think. And yes, getting to New Zealand at some point is in my, <laughs> is in my goals for next year. Surely we can um, have airline costs come down a little bit and get, get moving again. Oh, they're still quite high. Yes, yes, very high. Mm. So, yeah, even to get our whole family to go would just be like the equivalent of like $15,000 or something like that, right? Well, you know, and, and then when we get to New Zealand, the yen is so weak right now that we just feel like you are bleeding money constantly. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's been better to have my mum come over. Mm. Anyway, so word of the year, anything coming up for you? Well, so uh, last year we decided on expansion, mm. which I th- I feel that that has happened. Just, mm, I mean, it has been mostly focused on the art stuff, but I have really, because I've been focusing on the art stuff, I've just been taking any and every opportunity and I've been doing a lot of art just in case and an opportunity came up and just trying, you know, enjoying it. Um so, yeah, I do feel like I have achieved the expansion. So next year, I don't know. Is it weird to go from expansion to focus? Like to kind of no, um, it's not, yeah, expand and then contract? And then yep. like I feel like it's a cyclical thing. Like I've like gone, whoa, let's whoa. just throw everything out there and yeah. see what comes back. And now I'm yeah. like, all righty, let's uh, narrow it to... down a bit. Yeah, it's been quite um, overwhelming at times as well, just all the stuff coming at me and I feel like I have to take every opportunity mm-hmm. and then – trying to manage time and energy and etc. Yeah. So mm. I think, yeah, no, I think I need to contract a bit. Yeah, I I think that word focus is a good one because it does contract sounds it's got a bit of a negative sort of connotation to it, doesn't it? But yes. focus is like, okay, let's drill down on what was the best for me from this last year of expanding and doing all these random things. And then mm. Yeah, I definitely recommend focusing on on a couple of things, right? Like, and as soon as I did that with my podcasting business, it took off. It's exactly like letting go of the other things that I was also doing, mm. having that focus on. And you know, maybe I'm just going to focus on golf and see what happens. <laughs> mm. Maybe I'm, you know, focusing is not a bad idea at all. Yeah, right. And it feels like the opposite of um multitasking which I uh, don't think I it used to mm, it seem well. like a good idea remember when multitasking used to seem like a good idea it like glamorous. Five or 10 yeah. years ago mm. you're like oh yeah I'm doing this I'm also doing this and and now I'm just like oh no I just want to no. do one thing at a time and then when that's done move on to the next thing I I, I realized I don't like having all the balls up yeah. in the air mm. yeah good so yeah that's right yeah focus. like multitasking has been proven to be actually just wasting appalling time and not a great <laughs> yeah. strategy um yeah yeah so yeah focus awesome I think that's I actually had a similar word come up 
for me this year, like my word for this last year has also been expansion. Yay, twins. Um, <laughs> this year, the word that's coming up for me now is, um, it's kind of like a word. It's it's kind of like focus, but it's more kind of like, um, what is it? Depth or deep or something like that. Like going really deep on something and like really nerding out on something is going to be where like the the best things are going to come from in the next year and it might be something around podcasting maybe I'm going to go really deep on like you know upping my editing game or my producing game or I'm going to go really deep on marketing or something but I think that's that's where it's at for me next year is, is going deeper into some of these aspects and and Mm. it's like focus but I think I already know what I'm focusing on right whereas you probably don't necessarily yet know what that focus might be do you no I think I'll wait until after January and then I'll (laughs) they're not focused have an idea yeah I'll focus later yeah (laughs) (laughs) famous last words no Um, but yeah so it's interesting how just they can sound like they're sort of the same but they're not yeah, there's quite distinct for me the difference between focus and deep. Yeah, just going deep on uh, on some things will be. Yeah, I think they complement each other though. Like I think I am just there are some things that I have you know said yes to that I think will end at the end of this year, and then I kind of focus back in on maybe just one thing at a time and drop stuff that maybe. Could be good, but maybe that happens after I, you know, maybe I do things in order. But I think if you're focused, you can get more deep with stuff, right? You can, mm. the quality, not quantity. You're not just kind of doing Everything. multiple things yeah. good mm. enough. You're, you're actually just p- picking one and being like, I'm going to see how well I can do this thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're not the same, but I think they totally complement each other. Yeah. I always used to wonder why I would struggle to get stuff done. And then I was like, oh, now I know. I've got like all the tabs open at the same time and I'm trying to do one thing. So now I just shut everything down. I do one thing and it's like, whoa, that didn't take long at all. Where's the next thing? Right. Do that. Whoa, finished. Okay. Um, not checking my messages all the time. Not, um, mm. you know, cause clients can message me from various ways and then I find myself clicking around all these different messaging apps, just making sure that everybody was okay. Uh, why are you wasting yeah. time doing that? Like this is your creating time or this and is your work time. Like do your work. <laughs> They'll be okay yeah. for another half an hour, you know. Because mm. they're all on different time zones as well. Time zones. and You can't yeah, different... just check everything at all times that they no. might be messaging you. No, that was not a good idea. And it was causing <laughs> me a lot of wasted time. Um, mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't do that anymore. That was a good learning. <laughs> Notice when I'm when I start doing that, what's that about? So, yeah. Alrighty. Well, that sounds like a good place to finish up for this end of the year check-in. We would love to hear your check-ins. Did you do anything this year that was on your list and you're like, whoa, I made it or something other magical thing popped up that was not on your list. We'd love to hear what that is, what your word of the year is. Tag us on Instagram at Transformations with Jane. And where can people tag you, Joe, if they've got um, that's something they want to tag you on. Is it Joe Tindling Joe or Joe Tindling? <laughs> Which one? Both. Uh, it's both, but I think at Tindling Joe is the more public 
one. I think okay. at Joe Tindling, I might have put back to private just for family and oh, keeping right, it with right, nephews. Right. So Tindling Joe. at Tindling Joe is Tindling the public Joe. one. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure you're inspi- inspiring loads of people with your progress with doing your art and stuff, you know, like you've you've gone from yeah, it's fun. not doing that much to now you've had an exhibition, you've got one coming. That's amazing. Yeah, a lot of I, people just randomly yeah. be like, oh, um, how's the, you know, like people are actually seeing it and engaging with it. So it's quite mm. fun. And then when you do have a show, they want to come because they've seen all the progress shots yes, yes, and they've right. seen it online and they're like, oh, I want to see it in person. So that's been quite cool. Yeah, with that, that artwork that you're doing looks really quite intense. You know, like it's very yeah. detailed, right? I'm like, how how can you still see? You know, <laughs> so are you like using a magnifying glass? Can or something? I still see? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, well, I've always had bad eyesight, so maybe I just haven't noticed that it's you know. But I'm like, right. eh, well, if you don't have it, you can't lose it. So right. that True. hasn't been a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. Thanks so much for joining us today, Joe. We'll, we'll check in with you in another six months and see how it's all going. Thank you for having me. See ya. See ya. So that was the wrap up for 2022 episode with Joe. I hope you had a chance to stop, take a look at your own year and see all the great stuff you have done if you haven't please put it in your calendar and make time for that to happen and after we finished this recording I think Joe won't mind if I mention that we talked a little bit about pricing her artwork and so I said to her have you practiced saying how much your artwork is when people ask you or have you practiced saying this is uh, if someone says to you I really like this artwork, you can say it's for sale. It's, you know, a thousand dollars. And just practicing that can lead you to be more confident when that time comes. And people like people who are confident, right? If you rock up and you're like, oh, I think it's a thousand dollars. I don't want to pay you a thousand dollars. But if you say, yeah, I do you like it? It's a thousand dollars. Then I'm more likely to think oh yes it is a thousand dollars maybe I'll pay you a thousand dollars so your attitude as you say those words really really important so that was something we talked about after we finished recording I just thought I would jump in and add this little bit in have a wonderful Christmas and new year if you feel yourself getting like oh why am I doing this then ask yourself why are you doing this so this year Christmas is going to be low-key and I'm letting my family take the lead with Christmas. I do not have to be the person who (laughs) creates everything around Christmas for my family. So let them be involved. If you are getting in the way too much, let them tell you how they would like to do it and what they would like to be involved in. That's my top tip for Christmas anyway. And the same for New Year, right? For us here in Japan where that is also a big event. Have a great winter holiday and I'll see you again in the new year. Bye.